In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Christ is in our midst. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Strong words. In this passage, Jesus insists on mutual forgiveness between people as a precondition of God's forgiveness. Those who do not forgive are not forgiven. The moral action of the faithful, when they forgive others their trespasses, is bound up in the love of God. Not to forgive others is willfully to alienate ourselves from the forgiveness of God. God, through His love and mercy and sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ, forgives us and we receive grace through our baptism and the Holy Eucharist. But we have to keep after our holiness by our faith, by our repentance, and the good works that we do to live a holy life. The Apostle Paul tells us in his epistle to the Philippians, chapter 2, verse 12 and 13, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for His good pleasure. Lent is the time given to us by God to refocus on what we need to do to work out our salvation. I need help. I need God's help every day. All day, pretty much. It's so easy to get distracted and to forget or to lose sight of God's forgiveness and what we need to do as Christians to work out that salvation. To work out our salvation in thanksgiving and in contentment. In our prayer life, we call on God to help us. In the morning and evening prayers, at the beginning of orthros, in prayers before communion, and many others, we pray, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner, at those times when we need help. We pray, O most holy Trinity, have mercy on us. The Lord, cleanse us from our sins. O Master, pardon our transgressions. O Holy One, visit and heal our infirmities for your name's sake. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Will I fall in sin? Oh, yeah. Yes. Will we all fall and sin? Yes. But we have to get up Repent, confess our sins to God, and continue to pursue a holy life. 
Part of that life is to forgive those who sin against us. You don't want to hold a grudge. So how do we... Ephesians... Paul also writes to Ephesians, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, or loud quarreling, and evil speaking be put away and all malice. Be kind to one another. Tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Therefore, be imitators of God, my dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling aroma. For you were once darkness. But now you are light in the Lord, walk as children of the light. For this fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. Now how do we accomplish that? Through the church, which is the body of Christ, through the divine liturgy, and especially through the Holy Eucharist. Sometimes we can forget what we have to do as Christians. But if you come like to Orthros, or you, when you come to the Divine Liturgy, it's a reliving. And it reminds us of our salvation, our forgiveness, of God's love and all He has done for us and for all mankind. When you come, you, you have to listen. Pay attention. Pray with the prayers. Pray with the hymns. Because it rekindles that faith. It rekindles your spirit. The Holy Eucharist is the source of grace so that we can be able to live a life of holiness and forgiveness. It is a mystery that we experience here in our heart and our soul through faith, hope, and love. The Holy Eucharist gives us the strength to see and live God's forgiveness in our hearts and in our lives so that we can forgive others. I want to just mention a couple of things. I could spend about an hour here going through the mention of forgiveness in Orthros and the liturgy, but just a few seconds. In our services, and especially in the litanies, we pray, help us, save us, have mercy on us, and keep us, O God, by thy grace. 
We always need God's grace to remember our forgiveness and to live a life of forgiveness. During the great entrance, we pray all of you, the Lord God remember in his kingdom. The priest prays for the orthodox servants of God that they may have mercy, life, peace, health, salvation, and visitation, pardon, and forgiveness of sins. The Lord God remember in his kingdom. During the creed we say one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. During the holy anaphora Christ himself says to us take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you for the forgiveness of sins. Drink of this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. And during the Lord's Prayer, we pray and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. I won't go through all of it, but think about the pre-communion prayers this morning. Forgive us our transgressions, both voluntary and involuntary, of word and of deed, unto the forgiveness of my sins and unto life everlasting. Not unto judgment nor unto condemnation be my partaking of thy holy mysteries, O Lord, but unto the healing of soul and body. Boy, do we ever need that. The priest or the deacon, deacon here, usually says, with the fear of God and faith and love draw near. When the priest gives you communion, he says, The servant of God partakes of the precious and all-holy body and blood of our Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ unto the forgiveness of sins and life everlasting. All of this forgiveness from God helps us to forgive others. All we have to do is do it. Just do it. You forgive your brother or your little sister that's driving you crazy. Forgive each other. It's just things that have to happen. Forgive others as God has forgiven us. And to give thanks to God for His love and for His mercy. The psalmist says that best. In Orthros, there are six psalms that are read. I'm going to read a section of Psalm 103 and see how that goes. Because it does tell us the, the, to be thankful. It's so easy not to be thankful. 
and to complain a lot, or maybe a little. But as we come to the liturgy, as we come to the Eucharist, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. So that your youth is renewed like the eagle's. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is the mercy, His mercy towards those who fear Him. As far as the east is from the west, So far has he removed our transgressions. As the father pities his children. So the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame and he remembers that we are dust. So. Let us give thanks to God for his love. And especially for his forgiveness. And may God grant us the grace to forgive others as He forgives us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.